You're listening to the Perihelion Podcast Network. The following podcast is presented by Perihelion Creations and NPR Public Affairs in the United States of America. Not to mention, we collaborate on this podcast regularly with the Center of Research Excellence for Indigenous Sovereignty and Smoking. Of course, you are listening to the Rappo Podcast featuring Michael McGrady and Dr. Marwood Glover. We want to wish you all Happy New Year. Uh, I know it's the middle of February, and this episode will probably be released right before March, but the Rapo podcast is finally back for 2021 with new episodes and a new season planned, uh, and this is the first episode of that season, and we're pl- ha- very happy to kick it off. Um, this episode is different. Uh, Marowa uh, could not join us today, but I had the uh, joy of speaking with three very, very... Uh, interesting experts from Russia. Uh, Dr. Glover uh, teamed up with a team of researchers in Russia to discuss trends in tobacco smoking and uh, smoking cessation among indigenous populations and Russia as a whole, uh, kind of a as in a narrative review that was uh, actually published in the uh, journal Global Epidemiology for their January edition not too long ago. So without further ado, here is our uh, brand new uh, interview with um, the authors again. Like I said, Marowa isn't in the studio with us today, um, but uh, we have an exciting episode planned. Uh, here we are, and again, thank you for listening to the Ralpo podcast. Before we jump into uh, this interview I have, um, I just want to just point out that uh, this study, as I said in our introduction, was published in the Journal of Global Epidemiology uh, for Global Epidemiology 3, the 2021 edition, uh, and it is entitled Trends in Tobacco Smoking and Smoking Cessation in Russia with a Focus on Indigenous Populations, a narrative review, and it does feature uh, contributions from Marilyn Glover, yes, but also uh, one Alexander Merkin and Artem Nakalaev, Igor Nikiforov, and Alexander Komarov. Uh, this is a very intriguing study. Uh, it, it goes based on the abstract that tobacco smoking is one of the main preventable causes of, uh, causes of illness and premature death. Globally, more than 7 million people die annually from diseases associated with smoking, and this number is projected to increase to 8 million per year by the year 2030. Why disparities in smoking prevalence exist by gender, age, socioeconomic status, rurality, and, ethnic- and ethnicity uh, provided in several countries, smoking is disproportionately high among indigenous populations. Uh, so the objective of the study, uh, according to what they uh, presented, is uh, to review and assess uh, the prevalence and harm of smoking and current trends in smoking cessation among the diverse, the, the diverse, the diverse multi-ethnic populations of Russia, with a particular emphasis on indigenous populations. And uh, considering the data that they extracted, they provide they uh, relied on a narrative review, as mentioned in the the title, where they systemically searched health, nursing, social science, and gray literature databases uh, and uh, bibliographies for relevant studies. Uh, Search strings combine keywords related to smoking prevalence and smoking cessation with keywords related to Russia and the indigenous population of Russia. And uh, with that, the selection feature studies were included if they were published between uh, January 1st, 2005 and October 14th, 
2020. So it's quite expansive and uh, is will cover many years, including uh, different age groups. And uh, if they reported prevalence of tobacco, smoking, and or activities and outcomes of a smoking cessation program or ban in the Russian Federation. So considering that the overall conclusion was that tobacco smoking is significant in the entire Russian population, uh, higher prevalence of smoking in indigenous populations compared to dominant Russian Slavic ethnic group is common, and the smoking prevalence data for most of the indigenous indigenous ethnic groups of Russia remains unclear. So, uh, the tobacco control interventions for indigenous groups are underdeveloped, even though they have to, they have the potential to deliver proportionally greater reduction in smoking harm among these populations. So, you know, it's a very in-depth narrative analysis looking at, uh, the, this aspect of research. Due to the obvious complexity of this study, um, I'd like to welcome uh, a few folks to the studio and to this episode of the Raupo podcast. Hello, I'm glad to take part in the interview. My name is Artyom Nikolaev. I am a chief physician and medical director of the one of Moscow clinics. Dear Michael, thank you for inviting my colleagues and me for an interview. We are happy to be here. My name is Dr. Alexander Mekin. And I'm a lecturer and researcher, and my background is in psychology, psychotherapy, and addictions. Dear nice to meet you today. My name is Sofia Kingfieva. I have a degree in clinical psychology, and my first degree is in engineering. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it sounds like uh, we don't have too good reception on the call, but, um, you know, we you are calling from literally one side of the world, and I'm on the other, so we'll have to make it work. Um I just kind of want to dive right into this uh, podcast uh, with a few simple questions, kind of navigate where we're going. And, you know, from there, I'd like it if you guys can just kind of uh, switch between uh, each other and trying to discuss uh, what was really the underlying uh, background for this uh, study and the contributions that you all made uh, to the wider global uh, tobacco control and tobacco harm reduction research uh, uh, research body. Um so let's begin. So um, tell me about your study and why is this needed, this type of research, this type of uh, information? Uh, anyone can start, just go ahead and, you know, uh, put it out on the table and let's get a better understanding for the audience. Smoking in Russia and worldwide represents a significant problem. Mm -hmm. Russia is in the top five of countries with the highest consumption of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Smoking is associated with a number of diseases, including mental health conditions. At the same time, smoking is one of the main preventable causes of illness and premature death worldwide. Uh, smoking is common in Russian rural areas and in all circumpolar populations, uh, where most indigenous communities reside. And smoking prevalence is disproportionately high among indigenous people compared to the dominant ethnic groups, while indigenous people and indigenous communities are by default more vulnerable and therefore they need more attention just by default. Okay. Uh, also, when somebody went cold turkey on a three-pack-a-day smoking habit, they often need specialist advice on how to cope with physical and mental behavioral conditions that occur during that period. And it's especially difficult to provide this professional support in rural and nomad areas where indigenous people usually reside. 
So it brings us to the view the development of health-related and smoking cessation programs tailored to indigenous people is essential. Uh, Sophia, maybe you uh, have also something to say. Yes, thank you, Alex. And I've read tobacco smoking statistic by 2019. More than 30% of responders report the consumption of tobacco products and nicotine-containing products. Mm-hmm. Russia is following the World Health Organization anti-tobacco policy, and now this number is much less than in the beginning of 20th century. But this widespread of tobacco smoking in Russia is still a big problem. Tobacco smoking is higher among indigenous people. Sometimes people don't know what can help them in reducing tobacco or stop smoking, and uh, that they can get help from a medical doctor or a psychologist. Quitting smoking on your own is very difficult. People try to quit smoking, then they relapse, and after a few fault attempts to quit smoking, people just finally quit the idea of stopping smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Interesting. Good good point. Good point. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, therefore, it's important to study this issue and develop healthy programs. Uh, I would like to say a few words about why we started this work. Okay. Uh, living in Russia, uh, we see how my damage harmful habits uh, bring to the health of our compatriots. Uh, living, uh, people living outside big cities, uh, including indigenous people uh, of Russia, and especially uh, vulnerable. We also noticed that in some countries smoking is uh, disproportionately high among the indigenous people, population. Uh, we have united under a common social mission uh, to understand uh, the causes of smoking and the uh, possibility of influencing this addiction. Uh, Michael? All right, uh, thanks for explaining that and you know passing it back to me. Uh, can you explain it in more depth for how uh, people will understand the study and what's really the general opinion about this, this type of research, this type of uh, information? Um, that would be really helpful for us to understand a little more where you're coming from with this study. Uh, good question. Thanks, Michael. We expect the study would increase interest of lay people and researchers to indigenous cultures and indigenous people as well, mm-hmm. and life and health challenges they experience also. Uh, we hope this study would awaken interest of researchers to the problem of tobacco smoking in indigenous populations, which is currently significantly underestimated, and mm-hmm. will support to shed light on prevalence of tobacco usage in different peoples of Russia. So it to finally boost developing and promoting smoking cessation programs across the country. Uh, Yes, I I agree with you, Alex. Uh, uh, One of our goals is to draw attention uh, to the problem of uh, tobacco consumption uh, and the dangers of smoking, uh, in particular for representatives of the indigenous people of Russia. Seeing the uh, seeing the generalized data and understanding the insufficiency. Uh, research groups such uh, as ours will decide on the need for a deeper analysis of the problem. Okay. 
Can you offer a little more uh, regards to what you expect the global impacts to be? Uh, what global impacts, impacts do you expect from the study and what would they have? And, you know, everything like that. Uh, you know, just, I guess, kind of give us a general uh, rundown of what you expect to kind of conclude our conversation here. Well, despite the fact that we have collected comprehensive uh, literature data, uh, it's turned out that a significant part of them was collected more than 10 years ago and it's already outdated. Okay. Unfortunately, in most of the studies, we note small amount of collected data. Uh, for further research, we decide to use bigger samplings and rigorous scoring schemes to determine smoking prevalence and effective smoking sensation programs for uh, culturally and genetically diverse ethnic minorities and indigenous group in Russia. Okay. Uh, one possible group we uh, we thinking about the Sami population of Kola Peninsula in Russia. Okay. Methodology. We've written the paper as a narrative review with partial inclusions of systematic review approaches. Uh, we systematically searched international and Russian databases and discussed the papers. Uh, discrepancies, if there, there were any of them, we resolved through discussions and, if necessary, we involved a third reviewer. So we think it would increase the scientifically robustness of the paper. Okay. So, uh, we have explored and available, all available literature, uh, but unfortunately, as already mentioned, there has been available not sufficient amount of data due to a lack of research in this area. So, and those studies that are available at the moment, uh, they are mostly outdated. So, that once again emphasizes the urgent need for our research. Okay. Uh, so, do you have something to add? Alex. Uh, so we use the methodology of this study to develop a questionnaire for our next study of Sami people. And I would like to tell you a little about it. Uh, we yeah, have sure. developed questions about demographics, uh, the use of various tobacco products, and also of how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected smoking habits. And we will also explore the reasons for stunting smoking that would help us to develop preventative social programs. In addition, we are going to explore the Sami culture traditions and if they still follow them and their traditional way of life. Uh, the Sami people have their own rich northern culture. It is interesting to talk with the Sami people and compare against modern approaches in the big city in the era of globalization. Okay, um, thanks for kicking it back to me. Um, I guess, uh, I think I overjumped on one of the questions. What are the global impacts that you expect that would be extremely helpful for us to further understand? Quite wide question, actually. Yeah, we expect this study would attract more attention to the tobacco smoking problem in Russia and worldwide, and to the problems of the indigenous people uh, that not only related to the tobacco consumption. That'd be great if the study would encourage more research on the topic 
and resulted in development of more programs tailored to meeting and reducing harm from smoking in indigenous people. Okay. Based on the study, we are also going to conduct some field studies to explore prevalence of tobacco use among different indigenous populations and to investigate what programs we could offer to help people in quitting smoking or at least reducing its harm. Yeah, so you probably also know something about that. Thank you, Alex. As mentioned earlier, according to statistics, tobacco smoking is widespread among the entire population of Russia. So, based on this study, we are planning to conduct other studies in the field, and based on them, planning to develop healthy programs. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we know very little about indigenous people's smoking cessation needs and motivation. Based on this study, we will find out how we could help indigenous people, what kind of support indigenous people are interested in, and we will develop helping programs. Perhaps it will be a website or a mobile application. Okay. We will also find out what extent the indigenous people are aware of the different smoking cessation options whether they have thought about consulting a psychologist or doctor on this issue. Depending on these results, we will decide what kind of help will be most appropriate in this matter. Thanks, Sophie. It was quite comprehensive. So let me just add that our global goal is to reduce the harm from the use of tobacco and nicotine products around the world. Quitting smoking is difficult and the person often needs help and support in this matter. Uh, the methods of this study and the results can be extended to, our, in, to other indigenous people. Uh, thus, the use of tobacco and nicotine-containing products can be reduced, premature mortality can be reduced too, and the quality of life of indigenous populations around the world can be improved, hopefully significantly. All right. Um general reactions then uh like i guess more or less how what else didn't we cover you know just tell me what you think also the might of difficulties with internet access in places of residence of the indigenous people of russia mm-hmm. uh, also among indigenous people uh, smoking uh, might might be a socially approved habit Actually, more research on that is needed uh, because we, we can't just say that um, because we don't know it entirely. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, area of application of our research, as you can see, is quite wide. Uh, for example, based on this research, it's also possible to study not only tobacco consumers but also tobacco retailers, workers, and currently we are also working on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, for example, we also decided to investigate the prevalence of smoking among tobacco shop workers in Russia, uh, what they usually offer their customers and how often they offer their customers alternative types of nicotine products, like wave, heated tobacco products and other types. Uh, and uh, I know from my own experience how hard it is to quit smoking. I smoked for several years when I was a student. 
uh, I had a very strong motivation to quit smoking because smoking prevented me from doing sports. I wasn't climbing. But to be honest, I've had a few relapses. That's why I'm so supportive of programs to help people quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> actually, on contrary to what Sofia has just said, I myself have never ever smoked. Uh, but as a, as a psychiatrist, psychotherapist, and addictionist, I know how difficult it's to quit. So, and I believe that changing lifestyle, behavior, patterns that includes besides other also smoking cessation and committed to healthy lifestyle, it will promote population health and well-being, uh, which is the most important goal for public health, by the way. Mm-hmm. And of course, achievement of this goal represents a significant challenge because it's well known that it's extremely difficult to change humans' habits. And therefore, we, we have to engage professionals in psychology, mental health uh, for development and implementation of special motivational techniques, uh, the so-called behavioral change techniques, BCTs, uh, which support people to change their life for a better future. Okay. Michael, many things for having us here. It was a big pleasure talking to uh, you. Yeah, of course. And thanks to the colleagues. Uh, to all my colleagues who supported us in this work and uh, who just didn't have a chance to join our interview. You're most welcome. Um, I truly appreciate you all three coming on the show. I know we had a lot of... uh, hardship trying to get this episode out especially when it came to recording and different time zones and um you know we did our best and i uh i know we had some technical difficulties on my end too so uh i apologize but uh, i think we got through it uh thank you for joining us on the rapu podcast um ladies and gentlemen this was a fantastic episode special thanks to all of you for coming on and uh, for our listeners for uh you know uh, tuning in to this first episode of our new season on the Rapo podcast uh, again uh, the Rapo podcast is presented and produced by uh perry alien creations and npr public affairs hosted by mike mcgrady and usually marrow glover but again marrow wasn't here uh, we wish her well if you want to learn more about um, the center for research excellence in indigenous sovereignty and smoking uh please visit chorus.com it's going to be c-o-r-e-i-s-s dot com uh thank you again for listening and we hope to see you next time on the raw po podcast my name is michael mcgrady and thank you for tuning in once more